All right, this is the chart that is doing all the damage. It's this chart over here. It's the Dixie. The Dixie is now at 103.77. We were watching it on Friday. And if you remember, those of you who were here, who attended the class on Friday, you would have seen that the Dixie was going up. And this Dixie is continuing to climb. And for as long as this Dixie continues to climb, what's going to happen is Bitcoin and the altcoins are going to go down. So that's, that's an obvious. Everybody knows that. Any YouTuber can tell you that. The question is, well, actually, there's two questions. The first question is, is this the beginning of the end of a bear market rally? But also, if it's not, then which narratives or which se sectors are going to recover the first? If you can identify those, then you know where to put all your money. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today. So I'm in Dubai, as you can see, not the most perfect setup, but we're going to have the most perfect show. So let's go. Fuck out of bed, bitch, go. Get up, get up, I get the guy go. Time to wake up, time to wake up, bitch, get up. Get up, get up. Get up. There's money to be made. Let's get out there. Let's make the money that we deserve to make. So yeah, let's go, 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 go. Remember, if you're new to the channel, well, the, what you need to do is you need to subscribe to the channel. We've now jumped to 601,000 subscribers. Who would have thought that we went from 599 to 600, 601,000 subscribers in less than a weekend? So I think it was amazing. Um, for those of you who joined the stream on Friday, how cool was that stream on Friday? Playing music, doing live trades. I closed the live trades. Took about $20,000 in profit. We were up at one point about $30,000, but uh, I had to take some profits. Um, and someone says, sounds not good. Is the sound not good? Uh, hold on, let's get James on the, on the stream. Yeah? James, is the sound not good? Is the sound, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but maybe just check your inputs. Just see which my one input. you're using. Is it the laptop input. or is it the road? No, my input is correct. It's the road. I can go a bit louder on the sound. How's that? No, we're all good. I think everybody's just used to the, the big mic we have here in the studio. Ah, okay, it's good. Everyone says it's, someone says it's muffled, but better now. Okay, I mean, maybe it's better now. Okay, it's fine. Let's go. All right, let's go. You can. So, um, for those of you who are new, subscribe to the channel. For those of you who've been here for a while, help us stay unshadow banned. How you do that is just like this content. We've got a lot of content to discuss today. We're going to be looking at this little pullback because this little pullback was like quite scary. And the reason why the little pullback was quite scary. Um, was because if you look at what happened, Bitcoin went down. Let's look, let's go to Friday. Okay. So we were here on Friday. Let's go to Friday, 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 Saturday. We were here on Friday. So if you look at where we were on Friday, 23,637. That's where we were on Friday. And then Bitcoin went down a whole 3.23%. So Bitcoin went from a Friday high of 23,613 down to 22,836. So it went down 3%. Okay, that's it, 3%. This whole thing is around 3%. The problem is not what happened to Bitcoin. That's not the problem. The problem is that what we saw on, on, on the weekend is that the minute the market got a little bit nervous, and I mean a little bit nervous, Bitcoin went down 3%. The altcoins are the ones that actually started to bleed. You saw that. So let's look at some of the altcoins that actually started to bleed. So we had Aptos. Let's look at Aptos on Friday and then look at how Aptos went from Friday. Here we go, Friday to today. Aptos is still down 13.77%. It actually went as low as 20% down. So Bitcoin went down 3%. The, the, the altcoins got destroyed. So even let's look at Phantom. Phantom was another one. So we had Phantom on Friday. Um, Let's look at Friday. Friday here, here we go. At Friday, Phantom went down about 13 or 15%. So that's that's 
what happened over the weekend. And what we see there is we see that the market is very nervous. We see that the market is saying, whoa, hold on, we're so scared. We've been conditioned that you know, we, everyone is expecting this, this pullback. No one believes this rally. That the minute that there are a little bit of nerves in the market, the market pulls back, the, the Bitcoin pulls back 3%. The altcoins get obliterated. That's what it is. So now the question is, what does that mean? How do we trade that? How do we trade situations like that? And I think what you need to do is you need to look at the ones that are recovering the quickest. So like, let's look at, at, our, at our bubbles. And what you can see is that there are certain narratives that don't really care about the market pullback. One was the one that Sheldon called. Look at the graph, 13.1%. Uh, sorry, 13.1 cents. Let's quickly just take a better look at GRT. Let's look at it here. Um, so th there's, this is, by the way, one that we called, Sheldon called it. We, we've been holding it in our portfolio. Um, it has come since Thursday from eight to 13. So you would have made about 60% if you had just listened to Sheldon's call. Then you can see some other narratives. So render, which is this whole metaverse and a narrative is an app at 194. I mean, let's look at the render chart. Render app 194, again, one of the tokens that one of our favorite tokens that we've been holding in our portfolio for a long time and, and, and said last week that this is a narrative that you should be buying. But let's go to like last week, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, here we go. You can see that we went up about 33%. Also, if you look at Render, you can see that from the beginning of January, if you would have just put some money into it in the beginning of January, today you would have had 400, 368% on your money. So what I'm trying to show you is that there are certain narratives that are not getting affected as much as the others and are running faster than the others. I'll give you, show you another one. I mean... Everyone's watching this one, Singularity Net. It's the whole AI narrative. The AI narrative doesn't care about Bitcoin pulling back. Let's quickly go and look at, at Singularity Net. This is one of the best uh, token performers, I think, this year. If you look at it from January, it is up 831% with this whole AI narrative. So what we're seeing now is we kind of seeing that there are certain narratives that don't care. These are the narratives that are bouncing the quickest. If you can identify the narratives that don't care and are bouncing the quickest, then those are the narratives that you should be buying if you believe that this is a dip to be buying. And I don't think we are at a dip situation yet where it's worth buying, but it just shows you that the narratives are important. It's a, it's a narrative-led market. Everything now is about narratives. The market is running in narratives. Certain narratives are running, certain narratives aren't running at all. And you, our job is to identify the narratives that are running. That's simple as that. So I think what we need to do is we need to look at why this market is going down. Because once we understand why the market is going down, we can understand whether this is a buy the dip situation or whether we think that this is the beginning of maybe this, this pullback, this, this thing that everybody is starting to warn us about. I mean, I, I went onto Twitter this morning. I mean, I, I had to take a Xanax. I mean, literally, I took a, a, or an antidepressant. I don't know, one of the two. Everyone was taking this Wall Street cheat sheet overlaying the Bitcoin chart over the Wall Street cheat sheet. As you can see, there's another one looking at the Wall Street cheat sheet. Everyone's now expecting that this little pump is going to lead us back down into this, this, the bottom, the, the, the depression. The, the, everywhere you go, everywhere you look on Twitter, that's pretty much what everyone's talking about. So I think we need to look at the data. Let's just look at the data first. Let's make decisions. Um, let's make decisions based on data, decide, listen, whether this is the dip worth buying. I may, I may just show you today that there's good news on the horizon. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you the bad also, but I'm, I may just show you that there's actually good news on the horizon, and I'll show you why. So let's first understand what the hell happened since Friday. We were doing very, very well until Friday. In fact, let's look at where we were. We were on the, on the Dixie on Friday. We were here. On Thursday, we were at 100. We were talking about the Dixie maybe breaking down below 100. Then something happened, and all of a sudden, the Dixie is now at 103.4. On Bitcoin, we were doing well on Thursday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We were at 23,000. Uh, sorry, sorry, let's go back. Sorry, let's go. On Thursday, we were at 24,203, and now we're back at 22,859. So what happened? What, what, what was it that actually caused this thing? So let's look at, at what happened. It's pretty simple. Friday, the jobs numbers came out. 
the jobs numbers were absolutely amazing for people who are looking for jobs. We were expecting 185,000 non-farm jobs to be filled. We got 517,000 non-farm jobs filled. You know what that means? That means like we were expecting 185,000 people to have jobs and 517,000 people got jobs. Now, remember that what the Fed is doing is the Fed is balancing unemployment and inflation, right? That's the two, thing, that's the two things that the Fed is balancing. And it's using this tool that it has called interest rates. So it increases interest rates until the economy slows down so much that people don't have jobs. And then it decreases interest rates to stimulate the economy after that. So this is the, what happened with the, with, with, the, with the farm numbers. Then on top of that, remember, the Fed is scared that inflation is going to go up. And so they keep increasing interest rates until inflation goes up. Now, what happened, what's happening here is that the Cleveland Fed is actually forecasting that there's going to be a 0.63% increase in inflation. Okay, so like what the Fed is saying is, look, we've had inflation under control. But we think there's going to be a 0.63% increase in Feb. So now you take this cocktail and you say, hold on a second. The job numbers were better than expected, which means the economy is stronger than expected. Inflation numbers are expected to rise now. And on top of that, what you need to do is just sprinkle a little bit of markets running too fast for the Fed. So now you've got this like deadly cocktail. You've got too many people employed, inflation still running rampant, and market's still running. Powell's looking at this going, hold on a second. I'm going to need to raise interest rates again. Now, we all thought that Powell wasn't going to raise interest rates anymore. We, remember, we said, okay, the interest rate cycle is finished. There's going to be one more interest rate hike in March. And that is the end. And that is exactly kind of what Powell indicated at the last FOMC meeting. Remember that? We came out and he kept using the words disinflation, disinflation, disinflation. We're seeing inflation go away. We're seeing disinflation. So now Powell comes out and now the market realizes, hold on. With this magical cocktail that has brewed in the last week of too many jobs, inflation coming in, very high. And I remember, if you've got plans for Valentine's Day this year with your loved ones, be careful. Maybe cancel the plans this year because there's a lot going on on Valentine's Day. The inflation numbers are coming out on Valentine's Day. So it's going to be a big trading day, Valentine's Day. So maybe speak to your spouse, your other half, and just say, look, you know, we can celebrate Valentine's Day maybe the week before, or we can celebrate Valentine's Day maybe next week, next year. I don't know. But try not to celebrate on Valentine's Day because we're expecting this Valentine's Day to be quite brutal. So with this all happening, the market's now starting to price in another interest rate hike. So one in March, let's have a look. In, so what, they, what the market's starting to price in now, one more interest rate hike in March. Then if you look at the May FOMC, another interest rate hike, which came out of nowhere. This, this one kind of caught us by surprise. Then, some people are laughing. You try and tell your girlfriend that you can't. You, sorry, honey, we can't do. We can't go out for Valentine's Day because of the inflation numbers. You may have to change your wife. You may have to change your wife. It's. A, it might be the end. It might be the end. And then you see, after May, June, July, August, September. September August is no meeting. It's my birthday. They don't have a meeting on my birthday. September. Then exactly. Valentine's Day is always red. Luba, it's good to see you present. Uh, let's just see who's here. Miguel Costa, I see you present. James B, are you present? Bantagirl, are you present? I don't know if you're present. Ozzy Pete, if you're present, say I'm present. Surf Ranch, if you're present, say I'm present. Uh, J-Dog, I want to see if you're present. Um, who else is here? Who else is here? Texas, if you're here, just say I'm present. Um, let me just switch off this internet. Uh, okay, there we go. Um, Hermes, if you're here, say present. Aussie Pete, you, you're up, you're here. Good, that's good, you're here. Uh, Master Killer, if you're here, just say present. Okay, I see I see the, the regular guys are around. Mach, Machik, Machik K, he's present. Daniel J is, says he's president. No, bro, you got it all wrong. It's present, not president. Um, JD Marula, I think he's present. So what you can see now is you can see that the market is now no longer pricing in the rate cut by November and no longer... In fact, they postponed the rate hike by one month. So that's what's happening. You can see that 
what the market is worried about and what the market is starting to price in is one extra interest rate hike that we didn't have on the markets. Increased interest rates means a stronger dollar because people want to keep their money in dollars because they're getting much higher interest rates. And that you can see is exactly what happened. There we go. We've got a stronger, a stronger Dixie now at 103.35. If you were with us on Friday, um, you would have traded this Dixie with us. You saw that the Dixie was going up at 104.5, 104.6, 104.7, um, and we were trading that. We were actually trading all the tokens based on on um, on the Dixie. So so you would have you would have had the fun with us. You would have also had, had an amazing, amazing, amazing stream. You see, I see you. I can see your presence. I know you say you're hiding, but I can see your presence. I see your presence. Tell you who else is present. We have a, a guest today who is present. His name is Andrew. We're going to talk to Andrew about something absolutely amazing for Andrew, not, not so good for us, but very good for Andrew. Very, very, very good for Andrew. Not so good for us. I can tell you not so good for us, but it's very good for Andrew. Okay, so um, that's what the market's starting to price in. They're starting to price in this new um, uh, um, uh, interest rate hike. And that is after we had a very positive FOMC. So what we see is, remember we've got the FOMC and Powell came out and he kept saying the word disinflation, disinflation, disinflation. In fact, in fact, in fact, Powell used the word disinflation 13 times in the press conference, which is a, ma a massive change in tone because in December, he didn't actually use the word disinflation at all. It was used zero times. And so we got the effects of the, the FOMC meeting. You can see that spike, but that spike again was very short-lived. It was a short-lived spike. And then we came into the new, the, we're now coming into a new reality where there may be another interest rate hike and maybe Powell's going to have to swallow his, his words, eat his words again and say, we have um, Texas, I can see here, I can see present. We, um, we can see that. So look, now what we're looking for is we're looking to see the Fed narrative. We've got to see how the Fed is thinking after what we've seen, because now we've seen some new information, new information came to light. So we have to see what is the new, what this new information does to what the Fed is doing, right? So, there, is, there are a lot of Fed speakers that are out already this week. Fred, uh, the Fed, I think Powell is speaking tomorrow. Um, Barr is speaking tomorrow. There's a whole lot of, of Fed speakers coming out this week. We have to listen to the narrative that they're talking about. We already saw Yellen came out today. Janet Yellen came out today. What did she say? She said, inflation remains too high, but it is coming down. So she's still saying inflation is too high. So what I think they're going to do now is I think they're going to start talking the markets down. They're all going to talk the markets down because they want the markets down. Remember, they want the NASDAQ down. They want the S&P down. They don't want people to feel rich because when people are rich, they start spending. When people start spending, they start increasing the, the, the prices of things. So on that note, let's quickly just look at what's happening on the markets. You see, slightly down, slightly down. I think the market's waiting for Powell to talk. NASDAQ down half a percent. US Tech 500 down half a percent. So it's, it, markets are slightly down. Um, someone says, don't look now, but there's someone in your bathroom. I mean, if she's hot, I mean, bring it on. Um, okay, so now that's what the market is looking at. So now I want to quickly go and talk about this. The elephant in the room. They're not in the bathroom. I wouldn't allow an elephant in the bathroom. She's got to be curvy, but definitely not elephants here. So, so um, let's look at, at the elephant in the room, right? So... Everyone's talking about this thing. Everyone's talking about this Wall Street cheat sheet. And everyone's now saying, oh, the overlaying the Bitcoin price over the Wall Street cheat sheet. And it, I mean, it does, I must say, when I woke up this morning, it looked very scary. You know, you, you look at this Wall Street cheat sheet. It's, I'm here at the hotel, very slow internet at this hotel, very slow. Um, so what you can see here is everyone's comparing the Bitcoin bounce to this, the bottom here being the FTX bottom and then like this rally. And then we're going to come down and we're going to get down to this depression. And this is going to be like a bear market rally and we're going to get smashed down to below bear market lows. Now, look, it is possible. It is 100% possible. Oh, there is an elephant in the room. There, there, that's the elephant in the room. You see, can you see the elephant in the room? There, that's the elephant in the room. Yeah, I'll bring, I'll, let me go bring the elephant for you guys. We can talk about the elephant in the room. Just one second. You see, that's the elephant in the room. You see, that's 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 him. Let's put him here. Then he can be part of the show. Okay.
Okay, so now let's talk about the elephant in the room. N not that elephant, a different elephant. We're going to talk about the elephant in the room, which is that elephant, which is everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about this bear market rally. Um, can you all see the elephant? Good. Amazing. So the question is whether we're going to get this bear market rally that everyone on Twitter is, 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 is warning us about and, and overlaying charts. So I did a bit of research on this. And what I realized is that what Andrew Kang says is right. He says, look, in the early stages of a trend, it is important to fade consensus market conditioning. He says, in 2022, the conditioning was up only. It's a super cycle. Don't sell. That was the narrative, remember? Until it all collapsed. In 2023, we are in PTSD mode. We're all in PTSD mode. Like me, you, everybody. Why are we in PTSD mode? Because... We know what happened last year when the market pulled back, and we can't believe, we, we, we don't believe that the market can sustain a rally because every other rally disappointed us. So we're now at the point where we like abused. We, we like, you know, like we like, we, we like abused kids because, because we, we, we think every time we get a smack, that's the problem. So that's what's going on now. That's what's going on now. Right now, the, the conditioning is be afraid of all corrections and sell early but then if you do that you you might miss a lot of the upside you might you might miss a lot of the upside now we don't want to miss the upside we want to protect ourselves against the downside but we don't want to miss the upside and so that's why i think that the best thing to do here is is to buy narratives that are going to perform very 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 well not not narratives so what you want to do is you want to take narratives that perform well, recover quickly, and you believe in fundamentally. So I'll give you like an example. Fundamentally, I don't believe in meme coins, but they are performing well and they are bouncing fast. But then I wouldn't buy it because it doesn't tick all three of my boxes. Is it performing well? Yes. Does it bounce fast? Yes. Do I believe in it fundamentally? That is how we select the narratives that we invest in. Because what's happening now on the market is you are getting a whole lot of retail degen investors buying in. Right now, this market is being driven by retail degen investors. Yeah, it's, it's you guys. It's people like Limitless, people like Sam Thomas, people like, like Dynaway, people like Naveen, people, all of you present, I can see. It is, it is, um, it is a narrative-driven market. And I want to show you, the, I want to show you the, the, the narratives that are bouncing. But right now, what we're seeing is that the, the people that are buying are the retail investors. In January, when we started to get this pump, 620,000 small Bitcoin addresses have popped back up onto the network since the firm returned. That's the people that left, saw the market jumping and started to, to ape in. In fact, there was another statistic here. This is the retail as a percentage of total just surpassed the early 21 meme, meme stocks. So it looks like what happened is retail was sitting on the sidelines with a whole lot of money. As soon as they saw the bounce, retail decided they want to come and play. There's good and there's bad. Okay, there's good and there's bad there. The bad is that that means that the seller, the market is not exhausted. And that usually means that that's not the end of the bear market because the bear market ends when the retail investor is exhausted. In this case, the retail investor is not exhausted. He's here, he's here to play. The minute the market jumps up, bang, he comes up. The good thing is that you know that retail investors have no idea what's going on. And so what they do is they invest in narratives. They invest blindly into narratives. So that's what I said. I think the formula is a very simple formula. You find the narrative you believe in fundamentally. You combine that by the, by the, with narratives that bounce back quickly you take that you add the bounce back quickly to those narratives that aren't getting affected as badly and that may protect your portfolio you may be able to ride the upside if it's if there's upside and protect yourself against the downside you got to be smart you got to be smarter than the retail investor because remember now what you're trading against is you're trading against this guy you see you're trading against this guy the 620,000 small Bitcoin addresses. You're trading against the retail investors that surpassed the 2021 meme. You, this is what you're trading against. These guys are sitting on the sideline and rushing back into cryptos when the market goes up. So you can see, if you look at the stablecoin supply ratio, the 30-day moving average, look what you can see. 
money sitting on the sidelines ready to rock in okay so just apply the formula and i'm going to show you how the formula works it's a very simple formula it's, it's you don't have to be a genius to work out this formula let me show you how easy this formula is look at this narrative over here you guys have spoken about it, it wasn't me it was you um let's look at this narrative over here ai okay ai hasn't felt a correction ai has not felt any type of correction why tell you why it's got nothing to do with with fundamentals of the projects it, here you cannot tell me that fundamentally these projects are so incredibly amazing all of a sudden okay all of a sudden you cannot tell me that all of a sudden we'll talk about the other elephant in the room which is aptos but we'll talk about that not that elephant the other elephant so you want to tell me that all of a sudden since january this token became 855 percent more valuable no it's a narrative what's the narrative the narrative is ai why is the narrative ai because i'll show you why the narrative is ai let me find you a good a, a, a thing because because elon because elon said big year for ai in january because chatbot came out and got 10 million users in 40 days which took instagram a year right be careful yes be careful of the wife changing trades on valentine's day don't make plans for valentine's day i actually told my wife on this valentine's day i'm going to be going away so i'm going to have to pretend i'm going on a business trip and then i'm going to have to check into a hotel just so i can trade with you guys that's what we're going to have to do so maybe do the same tell your wife you have to go away on business i don't know you everyone must do what they need to do but don't be on valentine's day don't be at home because it's going to be brutal it's going to be red it's not going to be red like red roses it's going to be red like like high inflation numbers it could be red it could be green let's see okay so then the one narrative that is not being affected by market movements is ai now be careful because i don't believe that these ai companies are as valuable as they made out to be but you're playing a narrative here some of them are decent singularity net market cap half a billion dollars fetch.ai market cap 462 million dollars um, alisa.ai i love this token we invest in this token ocean protocol another one which is kind of fits the ai narrative which is doing very well as i said to you earlier on today was the graph this one is one that fundamentally i think is going to be absolutely amazing okay so again the right narrative do you believe in the narrative do you believe in the fundamentals did it not really get affected by the dip did it bounce quickly good investment this is the one that you should put on your list the graph if there's dips in the graph you buy it same thing with alita.ai same thing if it did it go down very much no did it bounce back quickly yes okay do you believe in it fundamentally i did some research i prefer it cool by the way i'm going to talk about the secret token that i didn't talk about on friday we're going to talk about that today that's one narrative that really really bounced okay next narrative that is bouncing is this narrative over here look at gmx okay gmx is at 66 dollars it went down to 63 dollars it's, it's back up at 66 dollars the high is 77 dollars the all-time high 77 dollars okay so um only a thousand likes only a thousand likes with 4,100 views here i am in dubai bringing you crypto love and crypto wisdom i could be on a boat and only 4,100 likes are you guys crazy we're going to give away a rolex today we're literally going to give away a rolex today smash the like let's go 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 let's look at the, uh, uh, so gmx 66 dollars okay look look at this narrative do you think this narrative cares about about i don't know why i'm on the four hour chart do you think that this gmx narrative actually really cares about you uh, uh um this little pullback gmx started 39 dollars this year it's doubled look at gains network almost at all time high 733 almost we told you to get into this one at three dollars it's a narrative the narrative is decentralized perpetual dexes same one same as dydx look at it from the beginning of the year okay dydx beginning of the year 30th of december to today 200 on your money why because it's a narrative the narrative is decentralized perpetual exchanges why is it such a good narrative because look at the biggest narrative in the centralized crypto world what is the biggest narrative in the, in the centralized crypto world exchanges which exchanges make the most money perpetual exchanges 
Okay, futures, options, exchanges, right? So what is the logical step next is that they're going to become decentralized. Look at the volumes on the centralized perpetuals DEXs. Okay, 38 million deep, deep coin, 10, sorry, 10 billion, 38 billion, uh, OKX, 10 billion, Bybit, 8 billion. Look at the volumes on the decentralized exchanges, 813 million, GMX, 202 million, Gains Network, 62 million. Look at the size of the opportunity when the perpetual, perpetual exchanges start stealing market share from the centralized exchanges. And it's going to happen. I, I mean, I, I'm here at this conference in Dubai. I was with CZ. He acknowledged here that the future must be in decentralized exchanges. It cannot be in centralized exchanges. And that's what they're working on. So that's a narrative which, A, fundamentally we like. Two, didn't get hit as hard. Three, recovered very, very, very quickly. Just by the way, we saw also that Arthur Hayes owns, today he's the biggest holder of GMX. He owns 200,000 tokens valued at $13 million. He bought them at a cost of 3386 ETH, so 5.7 million. So he's almost tripled his money um, on GMX. Remember, he used to own uh, Bitrix. Was it Bitrix? No, it wasn't Bitrix. It was um, what is the the exchange that used to that that Bitmix? Bitmix. That's it. Bitmix, not Bitrix. Bitmix. That's another narrative. See, that's a narrative we like. Now, let me give you an, a, a narrative we don't like. Okay, so a narrative I don't like. I've told you guys I don't like it. Aptos. I told you, I'm supposed to actually be at an Aptos function now, but I didn't go because I figured I'd rather stay with you guys, um, and give you guys bring you guys a show. But if you look at Aptos, so. It went up to $19 over here, or $20. I told you that it must collapse. We, we took the short. Our short was printing money. It's still up, but it was at $14.25, which was printing money. I'm still holding that short. Why? Because I'm not stupid. I can see what's going on here. The Aptos Foundation sends Aptos tokens to multiple wallets for distribution. So... What they're doing is they're feeding, they waited for this pump, and now they are feeding the Aptos tokens into the pump. One of the other narratives that really held was, of course, Phantom. So Phantom went down. It, sorry, Phantom went very, very far up very quickly. It did come down, but it's still holding at 55 cents or 54.7 cents. But you can see, again, look at this. That's just a healthy correction of, of, on, on, on the chart. So you've got to keep your eyes open for these narratives. You've got to keep your eyes open for these narratives. Let's look at some more narratives. I may have some other ones here. Let's just quickly see what I've got here. Um, liquid staking. So you know this whole liquid staking thing with the, with the Ethereum uh, uh, Shanghai upgrade, which is effectively going to allow people to unstake their staked ETH. That is causing a whole lot of tokens to, to, to respond very well. So let's look at some of the tokens that are responding very well. Let's look at Frax, FXS. Okay, so frac share. Again, we've spoken about this one. This one's almost at all-time highs. Doesn't really care. 11, 11, look how quickly it recovered. Look how quickly frac share recovered. Because the narrative for, for liquid staking is a hot narrative. Now, there's a whole lot of narratives that aren't hot, like privacy. Pfft, nothing happening on privacy. I don't know when the last time anything happened on privacy. Nothing happened. Someone says Dixie's pumping. Let's see. We said 103.5. Let's see where the Dixie is now. DXY, is it pumping? It's pumping, 103.5, it's why it's pumping. It's pumping, why is it pumping? Because of inflation numbers. But there is light at the end of the tunnel because remember that this is the first month where they're going to use a different methodology to read inflation. They're only gonna compare it to one year of data, not two years of data. And last year was very high. So maybe this here can be our savior. Maybe on the 14th, when the inflation numbers come out here, Maybe, 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 because they're measuring inflation using one year's data, not two years' data, maybe this saves us. Maybe this says, okay, hold on a second. Maybe there's not going to be a um, uh, uh, maybe this is maybe there's not going to be a, um, a what's it called a, 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 an, an interest rate increase. So maybe it's not going to be as aggressive. Um, let's look at other things. Let's look at let's look at some other narratives. So. 
Okay, I did say, I did say, I don't know if it's a narrative. I did say that we would talk about the secret token that we spoke about on Friday, that I was told not to talk about yet until it's confirmed and until we know what the story is. So I confirmed it. It might be a bit late, but I'm telling you guys anyway, I am a holder of this token. I, I've been a holder of this token for a long time. Um, the token is not CoinFlux, but Flex. Okay, I'm not telling you to go and buy it. So don't now go and buy it like, like DJ and Apes. Let me tell you what this token is. Flex is the old CoinFlex token. Remember the old CoinFlex token? That was the exchange called CoinFlex and they had an exchange coin token called CoinFlex. Flex. Now, remember Kyle, Davies and Suzu who were from Three Arrows Capital? Well, they are now starting a new exchange which is called OpenX, OPNX.com, OpenX. And they took over the CoinFlex team to develop the exchange. Now, this exchange should be live in less than, um, I think by the end of the month. This exchange should be live by the end of the month. And the Flex token is the CoinFlex token, is the token for this exchange. Okay, so this is the token. Now, I want to show you what happened. There's a very, very, very tight supply of these things, which is why I'm saying to you guys, do not degen. If you degen here, you're going to force the price up like what happened on friday you see on friday the coin the token went up to two dollars and i think two dollars twenty two dollars twenty is where this went there now some people say that they are scammers and fraudsters and they've cheated people and they're gonna you know and other people say that they failed they had bad risk management processes and there's nothing more dangerous than a smart entrepreneur who is going to, has a point to prove to the world. You need to decide which part of the fence you sit on. If you sit on the side that you think these guys are actually very smart and may succeed, look at the token. I'm not saying buy it, I'm saying look at the token. I have, I've bought it. It's one of my biggest positions. Not, it's, it's a big position, not one of my biggest. It's, it's a big position. Because I think that they're going to prove the world wrong. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Be careful. Do not degen. I've told you do not degen. Next one is flux. CoinFlux, why is CoinFlux running? Because there's this whole Chinese narrative. And if you look at, at CoinFlux, CoinFlux is this, yeah, I mean, I, I saw this, it says um, CoinFlux network, it's a permissionless layer one blockchain, which is um, regulatory compliant, public and permissionless in China. Now there's a whole China narrative. We spoke about this whole China narrative and that's on the back of that. That is why tokens like CoinFlux seem to be running. So let's look at Flux. And let's just see what it's done because you've got to make sure that you're not buying, you're not the exit liquidity. So it started at 2.7 cents. It is now at 7 cents. You know, now you know, now you can make a decision whether you believe in this China narrative. Cool. So that's, there's one more that, that, that ran, we should probably talk about, which is Stargate because we, we have been big fans of Stargate. We've been buying a lot of Stargate. We told you guys to buy Stargate. Let's look at what's happening at Stargate. Remember, this, this cross-chain, multi-chain narrative is one of the biggest narratives. Stargate up 11.31% today, up to 75 cents. Why? Because remember when Alameda bought all the Stargate tokens at the launch? Remember there was like this launch on FTX and Alameda bought all the tokens. Basically screwed everyone. We complained. They said they wouldn't sell till March 2025. And then now they're selling. And they claim it's the hacker selling. It's the hacker, the hacker. Don't worry, the, the hacker selling. So they now passed a proposal on Stargate, which basically says, look, they're going to freeze the, the Alameda tokens and they're going to reissue the tokens without the Alameda tokens or the Alameda tokens frozen. So they're not going to be able to hit the market, which is what exactly what they said, you see? So that's, um, that's why Stargate is running. Um, let's see, is there anything else? Because otherwise I've got some good news for you guys today. Well, good news for Andrew. Very good news for Andrew. Oh, there was a proposal to deploy Uniswap on, on BNB chain. And this is quite interesting because remember how Uniswap is a DAO. So you need the, 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 the token holders to vote for things like that. Now, uh, someone says the flux halving. Yes, there is a flux halving. We, we, as I said, you've got to be buying that narrative. Um, so the vote is whether or not they should deploy 
uh, Uniswap on BUSD, on, on, on Binance Chain. And what it seems like is that A16Z, which own a big stake of tokens, a big share of tokens, a big, big, big share of tokens, voted against this. But now a whole lot of people are actually voting against Andreessen. So right now this, this vote is ongoing. So we can look at the vote right now. And you can the voting period is, has started. It ends on the 10th of Feb before Valentine's Day. And then they'll decide. Now what CZ has rightly pointed out, he says, look, maybe A16Z is controlling Web3. Maybe they, they, they are controlling Web3. If we don't get 2,000 likes, we don't give away the Rolex. Or actually today we might. Today we might. Today we might. Oh, I also wanted to point this out. I think this is a big, big, big victory for us as, the, as a family. It's a very big uh, a victory for us as the Banter family. I'll tell you what the, the Banter family is, what the victory is. Remember last year, we were attacked by Zach XBT, and he made a whole lot of allegations against us, which included that we were dumping tokens on our followers and that we weren't credible and, and stuff like that. You may remember it. It did a lot of damage to us. A lot of people turned against us. A lot of people said, oh, these guys were scammers. A lot of people said um, um, that we were bad people and we were dumping tokens on our followers. Now, we engaged Zach XBT because we felt that we wanted him to know the truth. We really wanted Zach to know the truth so that maybe he could change his perception of us. And so we engaged him sometime last year and he actually posted a thread this year and he said, last year I posted about Crypto Man Rand and Crypto Banter. Shortly after that, they engaged me to highlight inaccuracies in the thread and to work together setting a new standard for the business in the space. First run clarified that the addresses were indeed shown not to be owned by us. Like he was talking about addresses that actually weren't us. He stated, any, I did say that we made some mistakes, but we made mistakes when we were a new business and before we had a code of conduct. Anyway, so Zach tweeted this whole announcement and now we're working with Zach XBT to keep our name clean. We're working with Zach XBT. He's keeping an eye on us. It's, he's keeping us in check. And CZ saw this, and he also says, this is very cool. We're all working together to make this industry um, uh, uh, to make this industry a better and safer place for, for retail investors. So I think that's very cool. I've never seen Zach XBT go back on his word, and he did. Uh, also, lastly, before we do the Rolex giveaway, I saw that there was this, all the DeFi protocols were saying Monday, Monday. It looks like there's some kind of alliance on Monday. You know, I don't know what, this, what, what exactly it is, but there's some kind of alliance. People were saying it could be the Arbitrum token. I don't know. I didn't haven't seen the Arbitrum token. So yeah, that's it. All right, listen. Remember, I said to you, we're gonna at two thousand likes, we're gonna give away the Rolex. So do we have two thousand likes, Jimmy? Do we have two thousand likes? What What are you doing? Stretching for a change. Someone says, please speak slower. Two thousand. Uh, got one thousand eight hundred. Okay, we need two hundred and fifty likes to go. Let's go. Someone said, please speak slower. Um, if you go to YouTube. What you can do is there's a button over here. Just look here. I'll show you. There's a button over here. Just go to the button over here and put it on playback speed and go on 0.75. Then I will sound like I'm speaking slower. You see what I'm saying? Just it's, it's, yeah. Oh, by the way, now that we're here. So Sniper School, if you want to get into Sniper School, they opened the new cohort yesterday. So if you want to get in, it's amazing. Sniper School is absolutely amazing. It's back. You have to apply first come, first serve. We are halfway through cohort number two of having over 3,000 students currently attending. Now we are trading live. We are sitting and doing incredible live events and the feedback has been absolutely incredible. I took so many trading courses in the past, but for the first time I understood why did I get into this trade? If I knew all the things I've learned so far, not only would I probably made more money, but I actually would have kept it. And for the first time, I think in the last eight years, I feel like I've just done an actual trade. <laughs> I have confidence trade that I've never had. This course is going to... Okay, so Sniper School is back. If you want to get into Sniper School, there's a link below this video. Go to the link below this video and apply. Do what you need to do because if you... It's first come, first serve. Last time we had to let like 5,000 people down. Go below here. There's a link under here. Click the link under here, and then um, and and do what you need to do, because if you change how many likes, because if you don't, you're gonna miss out. Ah, uh, one eight sixty. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. It's, it's a big day today. Otherwise, we're not giving away the Rolex. Okay. And lastly, if you are obsessed with crypto, and you are troll, you are. On Twitter, on Discord, always looking for new narratives, 
and stuff like that. And you want to join the banter team, either part-time or full-time or just on a volunteer basis. Just send us a sample of your research or just write us a cover page of how obsessed you are to research at cryptobanter.com and you guys will get in. We've already hired eight people. We're going to be hiring more. Go, 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 go. And let's do it. Okay, now I said to you that there's good news for Andrew and maybe not such good news for everybody else, but we said it's good news for Andrew. And I'll tell you why there is good news for Andrew. This is Andrew, by the way. Hi, Andrew. How are you? How are you, sir? Hello, hello, hello. Andrew, where uh, are you? I'm in Vancouver, Canada. Okay, amazing. Andrew, do you know why you're here? Uh, I think so. I think uh, I won the Rolex, yeah? <laughs> you won the Rolex, bro. You won Actually, the Rolex. Let, let me tell you what I'm winning right now. Being in the presence of a legend, you know? Being in the same the room with you, you know? That, that's present enough, man. That's present enough. <laughs> All right, Andrew, tell us what happened, bro. Tell us where, where were you? What, what, did, what happened? What day was it? Just run us through what happened. Well, you know, so yeah, I'm going through, you know, Thursday morning, um, you know, uh, usually, uh, I wake up in the morning, prep my son for school, and um, you know, first thing I do, even before logging onto my work email, hope my boss is not listening, is uh, tune into Banter on my uh, regular computer, on my personal computer anyway. And so, you know, I'm playing at one and a half x speed, and you know, we're going through the show, and uh, you know, you mentioned the uh, the Bybit uh, UID number, and I'm like, wait a minute, that sounds really familiar. So I you know, go to the next tab and I'm like, did you just say 812090? And I'm like, what the heck is that? So I call my wife in and I'm like, are you seeing what I'm seeing here? <laughs> so she says, yeah, this is it. So there we go. And I guess the rest is history. This all happened uh, Thursday morning, my time. Yeah. So Thursday. brother, you yeah. you have won yourself. I just want to quickly I just want to quickly go to the site here and I want to just show you what you've what you've what you've won yourself. So you've won yourself this Rolex Submariner, bro. You've, Ooh, it's the most sought after watch in the world. You've won this one, but actually with a date. So it's better than this one. It's, with, it's the one with a date. It's got oh, a date awesome. bubble under it. Yeah. We, have, we, over the weekend, we verified you. So we checked your Bybit. We checked your KYC. We checked your passport. We sent it to Bybit. They verified for us that you are a winner. Um, and we will now be working with you to send it to Canada fully insured and make sure that it arrives at you. Um, and I think next week, when you have hopefully have your watch with you, we will get you back on the show just to prove to the world that we we actually do give the watches away. I think that's that's legit, exactly. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of, uh, you know, I guess, uh, salty people online saying, oh, it's a scam, it's this. And I'm like, come on, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's important. I mean, Andrew, have we ever spoken before this? Have we have ever met you? No, have we, we ever before this we, we, we've never spoken before i mean i was i was part of the sniper the first sniper school cohort but then i was with like 500 other people so you know i was like 25 pages in that zoom call so you know um, I, I know you i feel like i know you but um you know we've never met this is the first time that's why i'm telling you I, i'm in the presence of a legend a living legend yeah. brother i'm so happy for you first of all and i'm so happy that someone from the community actually won the rolex and I'm so happy that yeah. it's going because it seems to me like, like you're going to enjoy it, my friend. I think it's going to be amazing. So we will get you on the show when you have the Rolex again. So you can show everyone how amazing the fucking Rolex is on your hand. I'm very oh. sad to give it away. I'm very sad to give it away, but I'm very happy to give it away to you. Um, but I'm also happy because there's still two more Rolexes. There's still the Bybit blue, gold, blue and gold Rolex. And there's still another one, the BitGet Rolex which is exactly the same as this. There's still two more Rolexes. If you want to participate, you go down to the bottom. If you don't have a banter account, you you just you open an account with a referral link. Any any account with any banter referral link works. Um, and every time you trade, you get an entry into the competition and bang, there we go. You got yourself a Rolex. So listen, Andrew, first of all, you're a legend. Second of all, congratulations. Sending you much love and we'll be sending you a Rolex. I just need to get back from Dubai to South Africa to unlock the safe to send you the Rolex. Thank you so much. Well, let me tell one one last thing before I, uh, you know, uh, jump off here. You know, uh, you know, thank you guys. You guys do a fantastic job. You know, um, love watching your show. Uh, and I must say, um, before Sniper School, um, you know, I was a total dead. I did not know how to read the charts, and so 
sniper school is the real deal. Um, anybody who's on the fence, for sure, man, you know, you gotta sign up, you gotta watch the show daily, lots of alpha on the show. And so, you know, you guys are my go-to, um, you know, have my cup of coffee and banter is playing in the background, you know. Amazing. So show, uh, share the show. So we just, yeah. thank you, my brother. We just opened a new cohort of Sniper School. We're taking in on a first-come, first-serve basis. Just walk the guys through the main, like, what did you get out of it? What, what, what did you, what oh, came out of goodness. it? Okay, let's, uh, with Sniper School especially, nobody has ever taught me um, technical analysis uh, like Sheldon has. Uh, it's never been simplified like that for me, where I understood it, you know, and I can finally, I, I can say now confidently, I can watch Sheldon's show uh, or even look at other people's charts now and completely understand what's going on, you know. But then again, you know, um, I must say that if you don't put in the time, um, then, you know, sniper school's a waste. So, you know, take $50, whatever, 10 bucks, trade it, you know, get comfortable uh, with the platform, get comfortable with um uh, with reading the chat. And I think the more you do it, the more you become comfortable with it. And sure, there'll be losses, uh, but then there'll, there'll be wins too. I mean, my greatest win was with FTM at 102%. I've never made 102% ever. So it's been awesome. Yeah. Brother, listen, I'm sending you much love. I'm sending you a Rolex watch. I'm, I'm glad that, you, you know what this is? I'm glad to interact with members of the Banter fan because what I see here is I see a lot of very cool, like-minded, unbelievable people around the world, all corners of the world, Canada, Dubai, South Africa, everywhere in the world. And we're all the same. We're all like-minded and we're navigating this space together. And brother, yeah. there's, I, I love navigating the space with people like you. So thank you, my friend. And we will thank send you, so you watches to get back much to Africa. Much love and God bless you, man. Much love, love, bro. Much thank love, you, bro. Much love. Guys, he's one of you. So a member of the fam. If you want to do it, just sign up with the Rolex link below. Every time you trade, you get an entry and we'll give away two more Rolexes. That's, that's like $60,000 worth of Rolexes. Now listen, tomorrow I'm not here. Tomorrow I'm flying home. So it means I'm on an airplane tomorrow, which means I can't do a show tomorrow, which means I'll see you again on Wednesday. Keep, stay safe until then. I will be on Twitter because most of the phones have Wi-Fi. So I will be on Twitter and I will be updating you all the time. And if I can get enough Wi-Fi on the plane, I'll try and stream, okay? Otherwise, stay safe out there. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Until then, trade well, my friends.